Welcome to the Central Florida Buzz with Mike Kara, the podcast for Central Floridians who want to be in the know on what's happening in Orange, Lake, Osceola, and Seminole counties. Sponsored by the Central Florida Home Brewers, the premier craft and homebrew club. Learn to brew beer, kombucha, mead, or make wine. Visit www.cfhb.org. Now, here's your host, Mike Kara. Well, welcome back to our next edition of the Mike Kara Radio Show, the Central Florida Buzz. As today we're at the Sanford Music Festival in beautiful Sanford, Florida. And with me today are people that will be performing at the Sanford Music Festival today. I'm joined by JMO. We have Justin and Dan. And guys, it's a pleasure that you could stop by for about a half an hour and tell us a little bit about, you know, the music and all that you do. So first of all, Justin, why don't you tell us a little bit about how this band started? It kind of started with your so- so solo career, and then you moved into a whole band then, huh? Sure. I'm, I'm going to kind of fast forward a little bit to 2016. Um, that's when I signed uh, with uh, Lake House Records. Um, it's based out of Central Florida here. Um, did our first album, East 408. I did that as a solo artist, and... Um, about halfway through 2016, beginning of 2017, started getting the band members together. Went through a few different guys. Um, Danny and I had been friends for 10-plus years, and uh, he said when I finally got my stuff together that he decided to yeah. come on board. <laughs> so I, I uh, finagled him into coming and jamming, and we kind of just stuck. I mean, we were already good friends, but he was at the point in his life where he was ready to jam a little bit. And uh, so since the two of us have been going... Um, it's been a couple years now, and we've been taking all the solo material, converted it into band stuff, and uh, we're just now starting to get on our writing process of writing our first studio album as JMO. So the two of you, Dan, write the, the, the music now for this together then, huh? Yeah. Yeah, so it's a, a collaborative effort. I mean, Justin is a mastermind when it comes to lyrics and, and song format structure, so it's really easy to work together and we're super excited to actually sit down and, and write stuff that's based on the band performance versus just a solo artist so it's going to be nice it helps for us to um even though we're just really getting into the really creative process it helps for us that we both enjoy a lot of the same types of music it's just not always the case when you're in a band and things gel together that you actually have similar music interests with the other guys in the band but Dan and I just happen to like a lot of the same artists and, and bands, so it kind of makes it easy to write together. And how would you, uh, just to describe, you know, your your, your music, your, your your sound? Then I knew that was good, right? <laughs> It's always it's a good hardest, one. The hardest Always question. the hardest. Well, I, I don't mean to be too cliche, but it, it's rock and roll, right? And if we're to, if we're to subgenre it, I guess we could say roots rock. Um, again, those are just words, but to me what that means is we're a little bit off the beaten path. We're not a typical pop band. We're playing rock and roll. We structure it a little bit differently. We've got jam elements, so we've got some jazz, some blues, and it all kind of comes together with a little bit of southern rock influence, too. And it comes together just kind of like some good old rock and roll. So, you know, the bands that are kind of doing similar things to us these days, I guess, you know, different, obviously, but Tedeschi and Trucks, Chris Robinson, those kind of bands, it's in the same vein, I guess. So, uh, 
for for you guys? Is there certain things that inspire you to to write songs? I mean, is it is there just certain ideas that pop into your head, or how does how does it work when you you get an idea, you just roll with it? Or um, well, co-writing is much different than writing as an individual. So I'm gonna speak for myself when I'm writing just by myself. Um, I, I pretty much come up with chord progressions, and then I work on the melody, and I fit lyrics into that afterwards. Um, it's not too different, though, when Danny and I co-write. A lot of times, he will come up with a guitar riff, per se, teach me the chords behind it, and then we fit in the melody and, and lyrics. What changes a little bit in the co-writing is Danny has a ton of great melody ideas, and we get to incorporate that, and that's the when the good old two brains working together are better than one. So. So Dan, that that that's that's it. That you try to work on the songs together, and now does the is there a situation where the music comes first or the lyrics, or you just try to do it all together, the two of you together? Well, I, I think that's the beauty of music and kind of our style of, of writing and what we do is a live performance. It's it's all feel. So we have so much stuff, little bits of this and that, and it's just all about when we get together, how it meshes together. And it, what's interesting is we'll we'll write a song, and then as we perform it live, it kind of takes on characteristics of its own and morphs and changes. And so the, the writing process never really stops until you get to a point where you just start playing the song the same way every time. And then you're like, all right, this is it, right? <laughs> but that's the mystery of writing songs and all that. It's in... To be with a guy like Justin that can does so many different genres of music, it's great for me because uh, you never get bored. You never know what's around the corner, and that's something that I think our listeners will will enjoy and, and grow with us as well. So, uh, Justin, does all these genres kind of work their way into the music? You call it, you know, like roots rock, rock and roll, but do you, you find other elements getting in there? Yeah, um, throughout the years, I have noticed other elements getting in there. Possibly the biggest element for me as a singer is pop music, which I've never really been really into pop, but uh, my voice tends to go that direction. Um, so even like we just recorded uh, about eight months ago or so, we recorded at Alpaca Ranch Recording, and we did our single that we're going to release here called Fear of Flying. We did the studio version, and to us, that sounded like pretty hard rock. And when we went to go have it uh, mixed and stuff, we got some jokes saying, calling it pop rock to us. So, you know, that kind of gives you an idea of different people have different perspectives. But sometimes the voice, the voicing itself can actually change the way a song sounds. So, so we're talking about these uh, songs. And so does the songs change? Like when you first get the, the song down, does it change from when you first get the song down to when you actually record it? Is there a lot of metamorphosing, a lot of oh, yeah. different changing? Absolutely. Um, and that's that goes along with what Danny was talking about. Um, we, we found that we actually like to develop the songs almost live on stage. It's like a certain magic that you get when you're playing live. And it's hard to reproduce that through a practice. Um, and we've played a lot of uh, low-key gigs just to get our practice in live. And the songs really tend to take their own life as they do that. And uh, we also found that once we got in the studio, and uh, Chris Short helped produce the, the track Fear of Flying, and he really changed a lot of elements, too. Yeah. Um, and uh, helped shape the song a little bit more. And... Um, and it grew and changed again. And that's been my experience going into the studio, that they, they tend to take a, a total 90-degree turn when you get in the studio. So. so, I mean, do you two individually, like, uh, 
Dan get some ideas, you know, separately and then say, rush into the, the, the room and say, Justin, I, I got a great idea. Has that yeah. ever happened? So, so kind of what we do or what I do is, is um, I write a lot and, and some of it doesn't fit with what we're doing, but I record it on my voice memo. So I send a lot of stuff to Justin. And if Justin can instantly hear like a melody or lyrics to it, then we know it's got some life to it and we'll kind of build and work off of that. I just want to say that everything he sends is good. It's it's just a matter of it, it's just a matter of it. Like he said, does it does it click right away? Are we are we able to sing random things to it the first time we listen to it? Yeah, so that's kind of what we're going for on this next one. Yeah, and it's nothing that's forced, right? I mean, music isn't forced; it's a feeling. So it's uh, we there's a lot of just uh, stuff that we put out just to see if it sticks. You know. So there's a lot of feeling in the music. I mean, there's a lot of emotions. I mean, it's all not necessary. You think of rock. It's just constantly, you know, shredding. I mean, there's there's something, you know, there's each song has its its own feeling to it then. Well, absolutely. And I think, at least right now, a lot of what we're playing is stuff from me when I was doing singer-songwriter stuff. So I think that natural emotion from singer-songwriter comes into a lot of the music that we play live right now. Um and, you know, we just look to bring that to another level on, on when we do the record. So, so um, with all these songs, then you have a, a, an LP or EP or working on something then to put out? Or? Well, we have, okay, so we have an album. Uh, East 408 is out under my name, Justin Marshall Orlo. Okay, you can look it up, just East 408. Um, though we do have a live CD that just Danny and I, we did it acoustically and we did it live came out great again recorded by chris short and his team at alpaca ranch we did it live at uh the brew tap yeah that's the name of the record live at the brew tap and that's under jmo you can find that anywhere spotify itunes any of that stuff so so, so you, you're working on something with jmo you're saying or well we released that the the live cd was was just danny and i that was jmo that was just kind of uh it was, it was, we really wanted to do a record, and we were kind of waiting to do the full studio thing, putting the band together. We decided to do an acoustic thing. It came out great. Actually, liked that a lot better yeah. than East 408. Yeah, so that, that kind of lit the fuse for us, because what we found was that we were just beating the crap out of our acoustic guitars to, to get this level of emotion. So then we're like, why not do electric, right? So easier on us, different sounds, different vibe. And then as we brought in a drummer, it just changed the whole whole planet of it. So it's pretty cool. And, and Curtis was supposed to be here, so I just want to give a shout out to him. He's, <laughs> he's, in, he's in the parking lot calling me or something like that. But we love Kurt. Uh, Kurt's been with us for a little over a year. His name's Curtis Lyons Jr. Um, great drummer. Kind of just slid right in with us. We'd gone through a couple drummers. We're trying to find the right fit. And uh, he's just, he's great. He's got a phenomenal background. Um in in uh marching drum and worship music yeah and uh he's, he's amazing yeah i mean he's really just good you gotta see him he's really great so right now justin it's the three of you for the band do you have any plans of ending any more members are you good <laughs> that's a good question we've kind of flirted with that quite a bit in the last year um we've had a few different bass players that play with us um i think eventually we will want a full-time bass player but there's a lot of magic that w that goes on between the three of us. So I think we're all kind of trying to figure out exactly what we want it to be. And it's it's 
it's a definite fluid situation. So we, we, we have bass players. Um, recently, we've had one that we played a show with, and I was going to travel with him out west. Um, however, he's got school, and, you know, there's there's always some reason that it doesn't quite mesh right. So we're looking for the right person. That being said, if anybody is interested, you know, feel free to contact us. We don't we don't say no right away or anything like that. <laughs> you get all these messages. Hey, bro. Um, yeah, so we might um, we might end up with a full time bass player. Um, if we don't, I don't think it would be the end of the world for us because we're we're really happy with how we have things. So. So you have a bass player for today, then? Or? We do not. Oh, okay. We do not. And, and what's funny is you're asking a singer and two guitarists whether or not we need a bassist. <laughs> but if you were to ask the drummer that, yeah. you might get a totally <laughs> different answer. <laughs> That's why we locked him in the car. And kept him out <laughs> we got to feed him. We got to give him water. <laughs> totally forgot about it. <laughs> okay. So when without, when you don't have a bass player, then who kind of picks up the bass parts or makes it more bassy? That's, then? that's an awesome question. I'm gonna say because it, Dan, it's Danny, all right? So this guy is one of the, my favorite guitar players, has been for a long time, and I'm not just saying that because he's next to me, but he, <laughs> he really is. Um, in fact, when we were at a jam in Daytona with Mr. Jesse James a few months back, he, had, he came right up to Danny and said, you're a rhythm lead player, and I'd never actually heard that, but it describes him very, very well. Kind of plays the lower end of the guitar while he's doing just about everything, so covers up. Okay, uh, guys, we're going to take a quick break, and uh, we'll be back. My guests today are members of JMO, Justin and Dad, and you're listening to the Mike Kara Radio Show, this Central Florida buzz here at the Sanford Music Festival in Sanford, Florida, and please uh, stay with us for uh, our next uh, segment. I'm 
much less to lose. Oh, yeah, living in my bones. Oh, yeah, wait to get your heart. Just when you think you got it, something. The 
fear of flying Mr. Dan Murphy on lead guitar over here. Well, welcome back to our next segment of this edition of the Bike Care Radio Show, the Central Florida Buzz. As today we are here at the at the Sanford uh, Music Festival in beautiful Sanford, uh, Florida, and uh, with me today is one of the groups that is going to perform at the Sanford Music Festival, JMO. And now we're joined uh, by Curtis and uh, Justin. Uh, before we had Dan and Justin. And now I want to talk about these songs. And the first song is Satisfy Me. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about the song and the inspiration and all that good stuff? Sure. Um, the song is about making sweet love to, to your significant other, or possibly not, I suppose. But it is definitely a sweet love-making song, and it makes babies. Okay, and, the, and the, the, there you there you go. Point line and It's really deep. Okay. Oh, oh. oh I'm already damaged. That's his first word. Okay, okay. Here, so the next song is the uh, fear fear of flying. Uh, tell us about this song. A fear of flying um, for me. It's kind of taken, just like we were talking earlier about how the songs kind of uh, metamorphose and change. Uh, we, it's one of those songs that has changed a little bit. Initially, when I started writing it, um, it was about that fear of the unknown in the music business. Um, that next step that you're about to take and you don't even know what it is. I think that pretty much summarizes yeah, okay. it. And the next song was East 408 that refers to the 408 we all know and love here in Florida. <laughs> kind of. Uh, it refers to it, and that, that was the road that I took to go see the person that the song was about. Uh, um, it, this song is uh, a special song to me. It's about a good, good friend of mine that uh, unfortunately was taken from this world at a really young age by the hand of violence. It's, uh, it's kind of a nice memory to him. His name was Chris Seda, and I love his family, and he was a good friend to myself, my wife, and my daughters. So. Okay. So those are uh, some of uh, the, the songs, and so are those some of the songs you'll be performing today, then? Yeah, we'll probably do those three. We're still, we're still thinking about writing our set list here before we play. We think that's a good idea. What do you guys think? Yeah, <laughs> yeah we're going to do them today for sure. Oh, okay, and uh, Curtis. So we mentioned that uh, you know you're 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 the drummer, and uh, we did 
have a chance to talk to you where we're talking about everybody's parts. So, I mean, for, for you, you came in came into this and you learned all the, the songs and it worked out good for you, huh? Yeah. Um, it was a bit of a, a bit of a different approach than, than what I've what I've normally right. been playing. Yeah. So um, ever since been out of high school, I always did country music. Right. Uh, so that was in the area. Everybody played country music. So I was at a point in my life where I was wanting to do something different um, because I want to be able to. If the more the more genres uh, genres of music that I can learn, the better I can approach a certain style of music. So when. I was in the look for something else. A friend of mine that was a friend of his was saying that uh, they were in the need of a drummer. So we got to meet for the first time and everything went uh, actually greater than what I thought it was going to turn out to be. And um, meeting him and his friend Mike Norton and getting to understand where they're coming from. Um, and for me, I like to I like to know what the music stands for, what what the songs mean, so to see if I can try to um, have some kind of um, uh, some of a, what's the word? Um, You're a drummer. <laughs> not, not really rhythmic, but um, because like, it's not like, it's not like I wrote the songs, right. so I have to make sure that I can relate to these songs or make the person feel like I, I have experiences with these songs too. So, like, a singer has to mean every word that he says. It's the same thing for me. I have to make sure I play the parts that uh, every single part is, is meant by me. So. Oh, great. And, Curtis, we were we were talking about, you know, bass players and permanent play bass players, and we wanted to get your thought on if, if you'd like to have a permanent bass player. Uh, well... Well, duh. Exactly. <laughs> it's like having a guy that wants water to in order to survive. I mean, <laughs> you so need a bass player to survive. See, a drummer and a bass player is like yin and yang. They if, if one can't have one without the other. So yes, we're in need of a bass player. That's what I like to call a healthy negotiation. So it's just a matter of just, and then plus, it's also just not just about how good they can play, right. but how good of a person that they are off the instrument. Because they, they might have a great talent, but if you can't hang out with them or really enjoy their company, what's the point? It just seems like it's just a, a, a space that's filled. And then now it just thing makes the gigs or the events a little bit more uh, weird and a little bit more um, not as enjoyable. So now you're in the middle of performing, you're looking at your clock, like, okay, we got about mm, 25 minutes before the set's over. I think I can deal with it or something like that. But when you, when you, when you got the right people and everybody's having a good time and you, there's good vibes from everybody, it makes 40 minutes seem like 10 minutes. And then, then you leave and it's like, wow, I really had a good time, regardless of what the money might have been. So, so you guys are uh, BFFs. I mean, you, you go and listen to bands together. Or? Oh yeah, we're such BFFs. <laughs> yeah. I, I think I oh can, my god. I, I can truthfully say that we're all we've all kind of become good friends for sure. We've all kind of become good friends. Kurt gets out there and socializes 
enough for all of us. Let's okay. put it that way. Yeah. So. I'll brag now. <laughs> Danny and I, Danny and I are just a little bit older and have a little bit more going on with uh, our kids at home and stuff. So we don't quite get out and socialize as much as we used to. But um, yeah, it's, we we also don't get into as much trouble. So. <laughs> We make sure to, you know, ask Kurt how things are. We try and keep our feet wet in the music scene as much as we can, so. Okay, we wanted to let everyone know that you're performing today without a bass player, <laughs> But, uh, you know, it's, it's interesting, though, uh, how, you know, you have different setups, and uh, Dad's here, he helps out with the bass, makes it work. Well, I'm sure you have uh, uh, the bass with the drums, can you, and, or drum, <laughs> bass drum. <laughs> okay. Just a just a head nod on that. That's a head nod. So I was gonna hit the pass button. <laughs> okay. Well, with with, with that, uh, Justin. Now, do you perform a lot at in Sanford? Or I mean, do you you is is this something new for you? I mean, first of all, with the festival, is this the first year you've done it? This is the first year at Sanford Music Festival. Um, for myself and you too as well, right? Um, Danny and I have performed in the last couple of years here uh, for Ben Gardner and Orlando bands. Um, on the second Saturdays, we've done that a few times. And we've actually met some really cool people doing that. So, yeah, but um, as far as Sanford goes, not really. We don't have, haven't done, played a lot out here. So might be something we look into. Okay. So, uh, so, so where do you usually uh, perform... Uh, uh, Justin, uh, uh, it's very sporadic. Uh, we played two weeks ago out with uh, again Jesse James in Daytona. They're playing today. We got a few weeks off, and then we played Orlando Brewing on October 11th. And we're down, and that's in Orlando, obviously. And then we're down in St. Cloud in November. Um, still kind of throwing up the idea of maybe playing um, the Land of Palooza and stuff like that. But for our regular gigs, we try and spread it around. Um, Anywhere, you know, from the coast and even going as far south, you know, locally, like St. Cloud and stuff like that. So, so is, is that your l- limit? I mean, do you, do you travel all over Central Florida or the state? Or? Yeah, we don't have like one area in particular. We really have mixed it up well in the last couple of years. Um, last year, I did some traveling um, as, as a solo artist and a member in a different band. And I got to play the songs in different states. But definitely something that we're... It's, it's, it's a goal of ours to get on the road and have, have our own tour and maybe bring it along a different act with us instead of being the act that's brought along. So, so we talk about our Orlando Brewing and their no uh, covers policy strictly. Love it. You love, love it. it. Uh, love it. If we're, as a band, I mean, I know a lot of original bands are this way, but afraid to go there. We don't play a whole lot of cover tunes. Right. And... Uh, We'll play three-hour shows and, and play a lot of original, mostly originals. Um, so I love Orlando Brewing. I've been playing there for eight years, and uh, I love that place. I really have gotten a lot out of there. Um, Chris Short, who I mentioned earlier, runs the sound there. That's the owner of Alpaca Ranch Recording. And I've met a ton of people through him. I don't know if there's a better sound man in the, in, in the Orlando area for live or recording, so... So do you guys do a lot of uh, craft breweries like that, or mainly Orlando Brewing? Or? Um, a couple years ago, we started doing quite a few of the of the breweries, um, but we've kind of tapered off, and now it's just kind of Orlando Brewing's really the only mainstay. 
but do you, you do other bars or other places in the area? Or? Yeah. Um, like I said, we're, we're kind of moving a little little slow right yeah, now. Right. Um, but in Orlando, I mean, we've played Will's Pub. I mean, we you, you name it, we've pretty much played it. If, if it's not something new in the last year, we've pretty much been there. As a band, we're trying to attack that a little bit more. They're kind of creeping out of the shadow of me doing acoustic solo stuff. So it seems like every time we talk to new venues or anything like that, we got to jump that hurdle of I'm not solo anymore to get to the band thing. So that's kind of that's kind of been a lot of the motion in the last year is generating it strictly to a band thing, not really a solo thing. So, so right now, you yourself is is with with the band primarily. Yeah, solely with the band now. Solely with yeah, the band. Um, I, I, still, I still do all my stuff with Lake House Records when it comes to being a solo artist that's with them. But really, signed as, as a writer with Lake House. Um, so the nice thing with that is you don't have to be just doing your own thing. You can stay creative. And this allows, this band is really just a lot of good opinions in here. So we're trying to get all of the musical qualities that each person holds and allow them to kind of bring that into the music a little bit more with writing now. So that takes up most of my time with these guys. So, okay. a little fuzzy on the microphone. Okay, and now, uh, Curtis, I wanted to a- a- ask you now with the parts, do these guys give you suggestions or they just say, here's the music and you just create everything then? Or uh, Dan is on my back like a monkey on a. <laughs> <laughs> nah. But um, I always try to make sure that I try to play, like, I'm always asking questions. Right. Um, like, does this fit here? Do I, does there's something, do I, do, do I need to add something to here to enhance what you might be doing vocally or whatever he's doing? Right. So most times, because I'm a producer also, so being a producer, I kind of have an experience with knowing many other instruments and studying off of knowing that everybody in the band is doing something rhythmically even when we speak we're doing we're speaking rhythmically um so um if danny is doing something that i might like i might follow with that as a way of conversating because music is a way of language so if let's say if you were talking to somebody from japan and they don't speak english but if you play a certain instrument but y'all like y'all both play the same instrument one person can get on and somebody can understand it. Right. So, um, as being in a band, we should be able to have those conversations and people can can understand that when they listen to us. I was like, okay, nobody's playing over each other. Yeah. Everybody's having a space and they're complimenting each other while, we, while they play. And then they had those conversations like, hey, I like what you did at that uh, coming out of the verse. It's always nice to know that people are, are like, focus on the music or in the moment of the music so with um with playing with playing with these guys i'm all i'm always making sure that um i'm always going to be the backbone and also um having um helping them to get somewhere that they want to get to um because they they want like they can only go so far so Eventually, I'm like the anchor. I gotta lift. I gotta lift up the anchor if we want to go any further. So, um, but I mean, that's just really my thing. But um, more than anything, um, it's just like I was saying. Like it was just like a conversation. If I'm talking to somebody 
and we're just having an on and on conversation i want to make sure that i'm not um well they say like you can tell how the person is when they're speaking to you before they get on the instrument if somebody is talking to you and they're always talking over you that's letting you know that that your word doesn't matter so as you get on the instrument they're going to react they're going to do the same way they're going to think it's all about me when technically it's not you got other people now you got to have space for everybody else but um but that's really it okay anything you'd like to add to any of that Justin? yeah i mean kind of going along with what curtis was saying about communication um you know, I just really want to give a big nod to both of these guys because we don't spend a lot of specific time together, but our communication's great between all of us. And I think that, you know, I'm very lucky to have these two guys. These guys are very, very talented. I'm very lucky to be playing with them. But I think in the last, like, year or so, they've kind of taken the band on themselves as well. I, I challenged both of them to do that. They both exceeded my expectations. So that's, you know, I just want to say that I'm, I'm happy really happy with them kind of taking grip of the band themselves and everybody kind of has an equal portion to it moving forward so okay and with that we're going to take a quick break and be back for our very last uh, segment my guest today are members of jmo and you are listening to the mike Carroll radio show the central florida buzz here at the sanford uh, music festival of beautiful sanford florida and please stay with us for a very last segment of this edition of our program today Chilling with me, my 
happy ever after It's taking way too soon Our world is filled with laughter And it's thanks so much to you back to our very last segment of this edition of the Mike Care Radio Show, the Central Florida Buzz, here at the Sanford Music Festival in beautiful Sanford, Florida. And uh, once again, I'd be joined by JMO, Curtis, and Justin, and uh, we're so glad that you could be here. Ba-ba-da-ba. Yeah, there, there we go. And now we want to talk a little bit about social media. That uh, So first of all, you guys have a website then? We do. JMO Rocks. J- just... J-M-O-R-O-C-K-S dot com. J-M-O-R-O-C-K-S dot com. Oh, wow. And uh, that, that'll that have all the information about you know, where you're going to be and all, all that. It's got everything but our actual show times on there. Oh. But we got, you know, basically some there's some good videos up there. Um, it's got some uh, links to our streaming. Got some of our merchandise as well. And uh, a little bit of some description of the band stuff we talked about today. Oh. Yeah, all that stuff. And if you want to get some news, we got them for you, too. <laughs> okay. You got everything you need. I think you found your co-host, Mike. Yeah. Yeah, yeah there, there you go. What about, like, uh, YouTube? Did you say you had YouTube videos? or uh, that, The YouTube, um, we do. It's under just, uh, YouTube.com, Justin Marshall Orlo for that one. Uh, so we have basically a lot of the same videos that are on the website and be up on the YouTube as well. A lot of that stuff, the solo stuff, we don't have a ton of band videos so yet. Yeah, it's in the works. In the works. Oh, so you're 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 working uh, on uh, doing some bad v- videos. Uh, yeah, we're we're working on basically remembering to tell somebody to record, hit the record button, that kind of thing, you know. Because we play, we just need somebody to tape us every once in a while. So forget we forget to plan for that. And in some places that we play, sometimes it can be dark, so there might not be a good lighting. So it's like, what's the point of recording now? Yeah. So sometimes, sometimes we'll run to a place where like they'll say like, we can record the whole set if you want, and then if that's the case, then we just get a copy and we'll upload it somewhere. But if not, we'll just if we post something, there you go. Yeah. Oh, there, there you go. That uh, so um, you're on Facebook t- too. That uh, you have a Facebook page. Yeah, or? Facebook has our our shows that are up there. Um, that's at JMO and Friends. That's JMO and Friends. And that's the same handle for our Instagram and our Twitter. Oh, okay. 
Okay. So you're on Instagram and, and Twitter and yeah, absolutely. Um, and I'm not. We're not real active on there. We're not. We're not extremely active, but we 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 do put postings up, put when our shows are up, flyers, that kind of thing. Yeah. So I I, I I often like to tag Curtis because Curtis does a lot of social media. So you, if you go to our Instagram page or our Facebook, you can you can tag check him out and check out his drum videos. He's got a lot of cool drum videos. So so Curtis, you have your own uh, a, a, a YouTube channel that uh, you perform drums. I mean, certain songs or what are you doing on that channel? Um, just a mixture of everything. Um, I'm not just like limited to one. To uploading one type of content so i might either like upload a cover or something or me playing with the band so people can see oh this guy can be can do covers and and is able to work in a live setting or sometimes um i have a few um songs that i might have produced and i still have them up on my youtube page and so i'm trying to kind of trying to create a page where um, showing all my different talent, talents that I have and saying that um, I do take this stuff seriously. If this is something that you like, if, if you want to work together, I'm more than welcome to help with that because I like to take... My thing is I like to take certain ideas and bring them to life because I love the feeling of when an idea that you have in your head and when you finally hear the final product, it's like what you wanted and more and and that's how with me producing became became a thing for me was because I was working with a Christian rapper um, and um, having somebody else that take an idea and take it to a whole nother level and then hearing it and it's like wow that was my idea so that inspired me to like I want to make more I want to do more of that I want to have more moments like that so I, I take those kind of moments and use that as to, um, for myself as a, as a drummer and uh, playing in a band. And I want to be able to hear after like a recording and be like, that was my idea. I like I liked what I did there and it works great with the song. Okay, uh, uh, Justin. Uh, so uh, you have any like you probably mentioned this, but any upcoming shows uh, for our audience? Uh, yeah, our, our next upcoming show, and we'd love to see everybody out there. Is actually at Orlando Brewing, what yeah. we talked about, yeah, right. and that's on October 11th. And we're looking forward to that uh, as always. So it's always a good time up there. It sounds always great. Okay, well, one of the advantages of working at uh, Orlando Brewing is, I guess, no one's shouting out Freebird that huh? <laughs> I mean, when there's alcohol involved, you can never count that out, right? <laughs> Still, play Freebird! <laughs> play an original version of Freebird! Oh my God, play something that we all know! <laughs> And, and Curtis says, you know, that is a good point sometimes that that happens. We're, you know, we want something that we, we know, but if you're there soon enough, I mean, long enough, and people hear you, then you, they've heard you and you are what they know. Huh? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, great. Okay. okay. Uh, so, uh, we, you know, we wish you the, the best tonight. So one of the things is you will be in the air conditioning at least tonight. Uh, we, so. will. we will. Yes! This, is, this is probably the hottest part of our day, Mike. 
<laughs> yeah, Many yeah. different ways. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so, so that, that's uh, great there. And uh, so before we go, since our audience can't see you, Justin, it looks like you've got some great tattoos there. I do. About uh, you know, looks like a guitar. And so I mean, that's how much the music speaks to you that you got a ta- tattoo on your arm. It does, and the tattoo artist speaks to me too. He's my sponsor. Okay. Uh, <laughs> It's Ted Rodriguez out at Toxic Ink Tattoos in Mineola. He's taken me on for the last couple of years, and you can see does yeah, great work. Right. He leaves it on my arm for the rest of my life. <laughs> oh, yeah, fantastic! Uh, I do want. Can I give a quick shout out, sure. Mike? To just a couple. We have an endorsement with Kurt Mangan Strings out in Colorado. Those are high quality boutique strings. They're made here in the USA, hand wound, great tone. Um, we're, we're thankful for them. They get. They, we have custom strings through them. And they take good care of us and help promote us. And again, a shout out to Lake House Records and the owner, Re- yeah, Mr. Reno Masato, who who we love so dearly. And um, just one last shout out to Alpaca Ranch and Chris Short. You know, I just want to say to any of those singer songwriters that are out there that are looking at turning their music into band music or doing a lot or doing a a demo or a, or a, a recording. Chris is the way to go, and I'm I'm dead set about that. So I'm not even gonna ever shy away from that because Chris is very, 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 very good, and his work speaks for itself. So. And one shout out that we've been giving constantly through the day is to Ben Gardner, who's been on this show. You stole kinda, the words. <laughs> yeah, who's kind of put this, uh, you know, with so many people, but kind of led the way there with this. And uh, so I mean, you've been on OrlandoBands.com, and you've been on some of this stuff. Huh? Absolutely. Um, I've done I've done like the open mic things with Ben, and been the the featured guest and we've done this second Saturdays in Sanford and Ben's an awesome guy I haven't seen him yet today but I'll be sure to give him a noogie when I see him so okay guys I really want to thank you for your time and any all, all three of you have any final thoughts Dan you want to get back in Danny here? let's bring uh, I just want to say thank this is this has been awesome so we appreciate this opportunity so okay. thanks a lot okay Curtis, Curtis. Give a shout out to Krispy Kremes for making the sweetest donuts there is. Uh, shout out for Popeyes, bring the chicken sandwich back. Okay, yeah, that, that pretty much sums it up right there. There you go. Okay, okay. thanks. Uh, Anything else, Curtis? Go ahead. I want to also give a shout out to my uh, drum endorsement to Mark Hayward Custom Drums over in Okoye, Florida. If you want some of the greatest sounding snare drums or even a drum kit, he'll take he'll take good care of you. Okay, thanks so. so shout much. out to Mike too. Thanks, Mike Harris. <laughs> sure. Awesome. And my my guests have been Justin, uh, Curtis, and Dan from JMO. And you've been listening to the Mike Kara Radio Show, the Central Florida Buzz here at uh, the Sanford Music Festival in beautiful Sanford, Florida. And please catch us again next time. You've been listening to the Central Florida Buzz with Mike Kara, the podcast for Central Floridians who want to be in the know what's happening in Orange Lake, Osceola, and Seminole Counties. Sponsored by the Central Florida Home Brewers, the premier craft and homebrew club. Learn to brew beer, kombucha, mead, and make wine by visiting www.cfhb.org. Thanks for being with us. We'll see you back here next week. <laughs>